Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include but are not limited to professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Your discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ therefore forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin, and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. All right, Tim, the question for today's episode is, should we worship the word? A lot of the answer to that kind of question depends on what you're talking about. So when people ask this kind of question or people make make um, this kind of statement, uh, most often what they're actually saying is they're accusing a Christian of being you know, too committed to obeying the Bible in some way. So this is... This, <laughs> you laugh at that's, it's, that's funny, man. That's you like, laugh that's totally like hey... Hey, that's kind of weird that you've got to breathe so much. You right. should figure that out. Right, right. So a lot of people, you know, a lot of liberal-minded Christians, if you, you know, uh, put too much importance on obeying the Bible, then inevitably they're going to make some sarcastic, you know, smart aleck comment about you making an idol out of the Bible or something ridiculous like that. Or, you know, you're just, you, you know, you have four members of uh, the Holy Trinity. You have... Uh, you know, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and God the Holy Bible, or something like that. And so they'll make a certain, you know, stupid the Holy com- ESV, the Holy ESV, and yeah. So I mean, you know, it kind of depends on what we're saying. Like if we're if we're like if that's being used as a pejorative against the kind of person who wants to obey the Bible or thinks that we should read the Bible or uh, you know read the Bible daily even and not miss it, then in that kind of case, then yeah, I mean, obviously if that's what you're saying, we should worship means then yes, we should worship the word at that point. Uh, you know, but that, that really isn't a fair description of what's happening now. Um, in the literal sense, there are some messianic Jews who kind of go this direction where mm-hmm. they'll like, you can, you can see them like in the services where they're literally like bowing down and worshiping like a book or something like that. Right. Sure. Yeah. So there's a Greek word for that, you know, proskuneo essentially. And, you know, if that's what you're talking about, falling down and bowing down to worship like a book, right? I mean, it is a um, a, a book whose words are of divine origin, but then, you know, we, we shouldn't be worshiping the, you know, the creation in that kind of way. And so you can't, like, there is a, you know, possibility perhaps, and I think some Messianic Jews are falling into this possibility that you can deify the literal book like the binding the pages or something like that in your bible yeah, yeah the phys- the physical copy that you have 
yes, yes. So if if that's what we're talking about, no, you should not do that. Okay. And so Mm -hmm. like, that's a very real thing that you shouldn't do now. I mean, like in a mild sense, treating that book with respect or something like that. Right. So you, you you know, you have a Bible here, right. So treating it with respect, not throwing it on the ground or, you know, that kind of stuff or stepping on it or putting your drinks on it. I mean, I think that that would be showing respect to God and that's something you should, that's fine. Right. So, Mm -hmm. but that, you, you know, that, I guess there is some line you could transgress where you're um, worshiping the literal Bible in that way. Like it, the literal, you know, book that was produced by Crossway or whatever the corporation is. <laughs> uh-huh, I, yeah. you, that's a possibility, but I don't think anyone is really talking about that when they're having a discussion along these lines. So I don't think most people, when they're accusing people of worshiping the word, that that's the kind of thing that they actually have in mind. So when people, you know, when people accuse someone of being too committed to following the Bible, you know, like seeing the commands there and, and take basically saying like, Hey, you are taking all of these commands way too seriously. Is there any sort of legitimacy to that claim in any way whatsoever? Or is it just a total, like just completely ignore that sort of, um, you know, critique, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's, there's Bible verses that talk about this kind of thing, that whoever relaxes one of the least of these commands and teaches others will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. Uh, so, mm-hmm. you know, there's, um, you know, th- there are these categories that many people struggle with, which you have like primary categories, which are um, primary issues. However you want to word this, there are matters of uh, lesser importance. There's matters of greater importance. There are, you know, issues where if you get these issues wrong, you're going to be, um, you know, formally labeled a heretic in the Bible. So you have, you, know, you have a category for false teaching. You have a category of primary issues and you know matters of first importance that Christ died according to the scriptures. He was buried and he was raised according to the scriptures. And, you know, Paul basically will say that if anyone gets these things wrong, let them be accursed. So you do have like a categorization of different types of issues in the Bible, meaning you have this primary gospel issues. You have secondary issues. And most of the time when people think here secondary, all of a sudden in their mind, they think that or they're, they're hearing not important or something like that. And mm-hmm. then when you get to tertiary issues, they think really not important. Don't even talk about them. And this like these like, what you have they're is basically have, not even commands at that point, right? <laughs> suggestions. Well, most I think the vast majority of American Christians think that the entire Bible is a list of suggestions, not commands, and mm-hmm. that if you can meet, you treat them as if they're commands, then somehow you're a raging <laughs> legalist who is still sacrificing, uh, you know, um, goats or something, <laughs> or sheep to <laughs> turtle dove offerings and whatever else. So I think there are. Um, the, the, the Bible does contain real commands, and the, God says, if you love me, you'll keep his commands. And there is a way to prioritize them in terms of primary, secondary, matters of more greater importance, and you know matters of less importance, weightier matters of the law. There's a prioritization scheme in the Bible. But just because there's a prioritization scheme, the Bible still will tell you that whoever relaxes one of the least of these commands and teaches others will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. So that tells you that God takes his word seriously and we should treat it seriously. And you're never going to be able to obey too much. Uh, so um, the problem with the Pharisees was not that they were too intent on obeying. 
their problem was essentially they, in order to keep from disobeying, they erected, you know, hundreds and hundreds of like Sabbath laws in particular that they made up and they mm-hmm. became more focused on their Sabbath laws. They treated those, they elevated those to the same level of scripture and then they policed those and then that caused them to lose the actual law law. So they would, they would neglect the actual words of the Bible by their tradition. So I mean, there's no way to try to obey too much. We should, we should care about everything that God says. We should love everything that he says. Uh, we should try to do everything that he has said. And, you know, the kind of person who shows utter contempt for obedience is going to be the kind of person in the last day who's self-deceived. So there'll be many who say in the last day, Lord, Lord, and he'll say, depart from me, you work with some lawlessness, I never knew you. Uh, so we, we, there isn't a possibility of trying to obey too hard. Now there may be, you know, if you elevate your extra biblical rules above the commands of scripture, that may be a problem, but we should all take God's word very seriously and treat his commands as commands, not just suggestions. So what should we do with the fact that the Bible calls Jesus the word? Yep. So I mean, is, is he saying, so is he saying like Jesus is the Bible? So Jesus is my ESV, you know, <laughs> translation of the original text or, or, or what, what is being said with something? Because we know we need to worship Jesus. Right. So if you're um, using, yeah, if you're using, should we worship the word, i.e. the second person of the Trinity, you know, as he's revealed himself in the scripture, Yes, we should, but then, you know, that there's a very difference from saying we should worship the Word, i.e., the second person of, uh, of the Trinity, Jesus, over and against we should worship the Word, i.e., the pages of my ESV Bible, or uh-huh. whatever whatever Bible, like the actual binding, the actual, you know, leather or fake leather or cardboard or whatever, you know, like there's a very different, the very big difference between saying I'm, you know, in holding a Bible, I'm you know, and bowing down to a Bible that I have, which contains the very word of God. Like I'm worshiping, I, I'm not worshiping the Bible. I'm worshiping like as a, you know, I'm worshiping the Bible um, as the words, right? <laughs> the words. Like as, yeah. Like as the what's immaterial concept. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the meaning of the, you know, as one of the things MacArthur always says, the meaning of the scripture is the scripture. So in that way, I, you know, that, word like those words are a revelation of god to me right so they're mm-hmm. a revelation of god to me uh, but then that's a very different thing from bowing down and worshiping the unique you know historical binding you know that <laughs> <laughs> in that way but yeah so jesus has come he's he's come to reveal the father so you know no one has seen god at any time jesus christ uh he's exegeted the father he's come to make him known and he and he's made him known through words which we have recorded right (laughs) so -hmm. those words are making the invisible god visible so that's what that metaphor is meaning so when jesus came he put on flesh he dwelt among us we have a revelation of him and he's revealing the father to us so in that way, he is the word, right? He is the word that's come from God to reveal who God actually is. So in that way, if you want to know God, you look to the word, um, the word, which is a revelation of Christ, who is revealing God to us in that way. So, you know, it's, it's, a, you know, it's largely a metaphor. <laughs> You're not supposed to like, take that metaphor and then turn it into a, like uh, Jesus is literally the ink on these pages. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But no one's doing that. I mean, no one's, no one's tempted. Like, no one who's making this accusation, except for maybe some messianic Jews, no one's doing that. And so, um, so, uh, and, and even them, they would probably 
make it very clear that they're not they're not intending to do that as weird as it actually looks okay all right fair enough this has been another episode of bible bashed we hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion we thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to bible bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move. Thank you.